Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yo, what is going on and welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, a beautiful game of life. I am Ramsey Abushala, editor of UrbanPitch.com. To my left, he is the executive director of Vibes for the Day, uh, Julio Matarosa, Bridget Flores. She's on vacation. She's not here. Um, but, but I mean, it's just like the old days. Julio. Hey, man, bringing her back. Yeah. No back turns. It's just us two yeah. before Bridget messed it up for us. But, yeah. Hey, we're here. <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, we're, we're cozy gang on the couch because we have a very special guest joining us via Zoom. Uh, he plays for St. Louis City SC. Akil Watts, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining the show. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Yeah. Um, so... I, I want to get into the the, uh, the the whole you know inaugural season um, in, uh, in in St. Louis, but um, before that, I, I kind of want to start at the beginning um, because a lot of what we do on, on on the show is we talk about you know um, stuff outside of the outside of the lines, you know the, the culture of the game, especially how it's grown in in the U.S. Um, so w- growing up playing here, what what was it like for you? What was your experience? How did you get into the game? Um, and just how did you see yourself progressing through the ranks when you were, when you were growing up playing? So obviously I'm from foreign Indiana. No one knows that, you know, pretty yeah, small, yeah. pretty small city. Not a lot of soccer players come out of there. Only other soccer player, big stock, big name is Demarcus Beasley, if you know that. And, yeah. you know, my life has all been all about soccer, you know, ever since I was little, you know, it was really the first sport I ever saw when I was four years old. You know, my dad said my brother didn't come home one day. We went to look for him. He was at the park training with a, a guy from Africa. His name was Coach Obenko. He's from Nigeria. And my brother was just kicking the ball around with him. And I would just sit there and watch him kick it until I was old enough to kick the ball. And that's what he, how he said I got into it all, you know. So it was first sport I ever fell in love with. I tried all the other sports and didn't really like them, you know. But, yeah, um, when I was, what, 15, I moved away from home. I moved down to IMG Academy in Florida, if you know mm-hmm. what that is, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I played there for like two years while I was there. The under-17 residency program was there. So Right, right. And if you know my the assistant coach now of SCL City was John Hackworth. He was the national team coach, you know. I had been at IMG for probably four or five months, so I was pretty new on the scene, you know, so he really didn't invite me to that first camp, and it kind of hurt, you know, <laughs> but I, I, I bring it up to him all the time, but yeah, yeah. and like, the I would say that our director of soccer there, soccer there said, I have a kid that he should be there, he's good enough to be there, so John Hackworth let me come in, by the grace of God, to play two scrimmages, and I did well, and he called me back for the Red Sea program later on for the Under-17 World Cup cycle, so that's how that got started, you know. You know, uh, yeah. go ahead. And, and IMG, IMG is like known for just being, you know, a sports powerhouse across the board. But when you look at the the, so- the names uh, of the soccer players who've, who've gone through there, I mean, it's it's a plenty. And a, a lot of that has to do with the residency program yeah, being definitely. there um, and, and all that. But what was it like playing at IMG with, with you know, those – those? Uh, did you feel like the history of, of some of the previous players that have played there? I mean, they talk about it all the time, but I would say – playing there you had the best facilities you could ask for you know img is a prestigious uh sports school you know had every single sport and the best of the best and when you're there you're gonna get better and i say i got a lot better while being there yeah so so take us through that um the the 
U17s. Uh, what was it like, you know, when you made the team? Because obviously, you know, some of the you know bigger names in U.S. soccer today are, are were on that yeah. team. What was it like playing on that team and and making the team and and finding out that you made it? When I first got the the email they would send out, you know, I, you obviously you look at it like, is this real? Like, you know, because yeah. you as a kid growing up, that's your dream is to represent your country, and for me to do it at such a young age, you know, it felt it was it felt like an honor, and I, you know, and I. I'm glad. Thank God for that, you know. And being there, you know, training with the best, like you said, there was players. Timothy Wea, obviously, he was part of my program. Um, mm -hmm. Andrew Carlton, like James Sands, there's tons of players you can name. You know, my Josh Sargent, big one, right. Sergio Des. You know, there's lots of players. But being around them every day and training with them, it, it only made you better. You know. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. The holiday season is off and rolling with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting mid-season form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four, BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played, from MMA to international soccer. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code Believe, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Was he kicking balls into the stands? Back yeah, was <laughs> <laughs> Nah, not at that. <laughs> so that. he picked that up. He picked that up later, later, <laughs> somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he got it in Barcelona. Yeah. He got it in Barcelona before he left. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was uh, playing that under seventeen World Cup because you got a lot of hype right after that World Cup. You did really, really uh, good. So there was a, there was a lot of European teams going after you. How how was all that? I mean, it was crazy. You know, you you want to play in Europe. You want to play against the best of the best. So you know, you always want to take that step across the pond. And for me to take that that take that leap, it took a lot of courage. You know, you, mm. you know, you're young. You know, you don't want to leave your family. You don't want to leave your friends. You know, and to go over there. But I went over there at what, 18, 19 years old. You know, it was hard. You know, I went to RCD Mallorca, if you if you know where yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah. So I played there for about a year and a half. But yeah, being over there, it was a real culture shock. I would say, you know, being in the state, yeah. being in the states, you, you know, soccer is not really the main sport here. It's growing now. I would say it's growing now right, to become right. that number one sport. But when I was, you know, over there, it really wasn't in Spain. Soccer is the main sport. They live, breathe, die soccer, and it, it was crazy. And what were some of the biggest differences that you know that hit you instantly when you first went went over to to Mallorca? Obviously, the the language barrier. You know, right? That's that's a big one for me. You know, not being able to really communicate with my teammates and you know and people around me it was kind of hard for me. You know you're sitting at a table and everyone's speaking Spanish and you're just in like, you know, a lot of things go through your mind whether they're talking about me, you know, you just don't know. You just don't know. It's like, mine's playing games with you, but like, hey, he's, he's kind of looking at me funny yeah, over there. I don't know. I don't you know. know. <laughs> you never know, but they're, they're, my teammates are really cool, you know, and uh, back to the soccer, you know, the soccer was incredible there, you know, like you said, they love, 
there it's more of a possession style, you know, right. compared to over here in America where it's now it's getting getting into the <laughs> the rapid, you know, up and down mm-hmm. type of play. There it's very calm and collective, and I, that's how I like to play. But you know, sometimes you have to adapt your game. But but prior to leaving, you had a whole press conference to announce that you were leaving Mallorca. How was that having that press conference in your in the city with all your friends all around? <laughs> how how was that? How did you it feel? Felt, it felt good. It felt really good, you know, because that's what I work for, you know, to especially going if Marcus Beasley has his own uh soccer camp there and we I did it in front of those kids and I I used to go to those camps and I used to look at Beasley like I want to be him you know I want to be that guy that that next guy to take the jump you know and to be in front of those kids and sign that and them all look at you and ask you questions like oh what's it gonna be like it's a, <laughs> and I'm like I don't know yet I haven't been there yet but you know <laughs> but like it felt, it's an honor you know and I hope one day I can you know help Fort Wayne you know have my own soccer camp there for kids to look up to and train. Yeah, that had you feeling like LeBron doing the decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how about how about from a training perspective? Were there any big differences that you noticed in in the way that um, you you were training in in Spain in Mallorca with with the team, like in terms of tactics or methods or any, anything like that, compared to how you were training out here in the U.S.? I would say more rondos. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, it was more possession oriented so you're doing a lot of passing drills a lot of intricate passing and stuff like that rather than you know long balls <laughs> who was the first player to make you in that rondo <laughs> uh, in Mallorca yeah uh, what is his name there's a guy named Lago I don't know if you know him but he used to play on the first team he, he was one of the first guys to make me there for sure but you know you, you got can, it hurts but you know you get over it Right. You got your get back or nah? Nah, nah. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Sadly, nah. <no. laughs> um, but but how about because I mean I had the the chance to go to Mallorca this this summer. Um, it was just absolutely beautiful. beautiful you know place, huh? the 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 beaches were incredible. You know the food is amazing. Um, you know just the the lifestyle there too is is you so know different. yeah really yeah, yeah yeah. What what was it like just just being out there at such a young age? Um, I don't know if it was you had a small taste of being away from home and, and being in Florida, but um, what was it like, you know, being in in such a like like idyllic, like just beautiful place? I mean, it was amazing. I, like you said, it's a beautiful place. You know, who who wouldn't want to live there and play soccer, play the game you love? You know, and like obviously there is a couple of guys that like new English and stuff like that, so they try to get me out the apartment as much as possible just to experience the city and. You know, going around, like you said, to the beaches. You can go a beach here, there. You know, it's 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 an amazing place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That airport is a, is a mess, though. Yeah. When, when yeah, I was there, yeah, it was yeah. it was chaos, <laughs> pure chaos. I was, uh, I don't know how they 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 get stuff done over there, but um, it was it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, yeah. So so okay. So your your time in 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 Mallorca, um, you, you ended up coming back to the states. Um, what what was that transition like coming back to the U.S. after being in Europe? I felt like I came when I came back. Obviously, I went to Louisville City in USL. That was my first yep. first stop um, with John Hackworth there. Obviously, wherever he goes, yeah. I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a package deal, but uh, it wasn't. I want to say it was a wasn't a big change. You know, I had to go from. Over there, they play on a lot of turf. That's what I know. If you're in, like, oh. the second team or, you know, I would say Juvenil, which is, like, the younger. Right, younger the age. young. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You play on a lot of turf fields, you know. And then you come to America, which is the USL, and you're playing it's a lot of baseball fields, you know. Right. It was right. A little, that was a little different for me, but I wouldn't say that 
I would say the soccer as well, you know, obviously you're going back to rapid, rapid more than controlled, mm-hmm. but right. I wouldn't say it was a huge change just because I was used to it. Yeah, what's your take on the whole turf versus grass debate? Because Definitely. that's a big thing, um, especially in MLS now, with, with more soccer-specific stadiums being built with grass pitches. Um, w- w- is, is it a huge difference to you? Do you prefer it? Like, were you, do you have like, the, the kind of uh, cash to say, I'm not going to play on turf? Like, what, 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 what are your, what's your take on the whole turf versus grass? Thing? I mean, I grew up playing on turf, so it doesn't bother me as much, but I prefer grass, you know. Yeah. There's nothing like hitting a nice ping on the grass when it's wet, you know. Nothing compares to that, you know. Turf is, you know, a lot of injuries come from turf. That's why right. I really don't recommend it, you know. And so how are some of the, and how are some of these grass fields? Because the Houston coaches came out last week talking right. about how the LAFC uh, field was trash. They have too many concerts. It's a trash. Uh, <laughs> there's uh, there's a lot of sand on that field, huh? I think there's a lot of sand. That's what I, I remember. There's a lot of sand on that field. But Houston's field is nice. That that's a it's a nice pitch, but yeah. If you're gonna have grass field, it has to be in the best condition for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, and, and the stadium at now now at Kansas City or sorry, St. Louis City. Sorry. <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy. Um, um The lunatics are gonna come after you. I know you. the lunatics are <laughs> um, Right, right. So St. Louis City now, um, one of the best in stadium atmospheres in the league, you know, um in their especially in the in their inaugural season. The best. Um, yeah, right. Okay. Yes. You know, arguably, so we're, we're we're here in LA. We're here in LA, and so we we get to see LAFC on a um, pretty regular basis. We were at the Rose Bowl for that sold out July Fourth game. So we're we're pretty. We haven't had the chance to to, to go out to St. Louis yet, but that's yeah. one of our like we have like we have a bucket list of of stadiums that we need to cross off. And so I mean, just seeing that inaugural game with the TFOs going across the uh, the, the the stadium and the the raucousness and um, you know the the, the attendance is consistently there yeah. um what, what what was it like playing for, in front of such a you know vibrant atmosphere i mean that's what you play the game for you know to inspire them to give them energy and when when they you give them energy they give you energy back you know and being a sold out stadium almost every i mean every game we sold out this year and yeah. you know props to them you know we love the support and it helped us a lot during the season to achieve what we did yeah, and I mean, like what, the achievements was is uh you know it's kind of selling it short because I think a lot of people had, especially at the beginning of the season, had you guys finishing at the bottom or near the bottom, being an expansion team, being at your first season. You know, it takes usually it takes a couple of years. Like I mean, you seen with Cincinnati, they were in the bottom for the first few years and until they had you know this this fantastic season this year. Um, but to to start so quickly out of the gates. Hot. And, yeah hot like you came out I mean yeah. and it wasn't even like it wasn't even like you know you took some time to to acclimate and then you made a good run in the middle of the season it was like from the yeah. from the jump it, and people were like wondering you know Week how five. long is this how yeah. is this gonna how long is this gonna last can they yeah. sustain this and and I mean congrats to you guys you guys did I mean finished first place in the west this year what was that like that that inaugural season to kind of prove everybody wrong that was that was down so good you know when you hear people saying oh you're going to be last place you you know you're not going to do a kind of you know light to light to fire in your in your heart you know you want to prove them wrong and we all had the same you know idea we're going to prove them wrong we had a like a sign on our door you know that had like last in the 
you know, Western Conference, mm-hmm. last in the league. Like, so you all, saved those. You saved the receipts. Yeah, yeah, we had all the all the thing. Everyone said, you know, we had it. We see it every day, and that would just push us to go. You know, you know, proved them wrong. You know, we achieved a lot this year, and I'm, you know, I'm proud of the squad for that. You know, mm-hmm. but it's just. Oh no, yeah, yeah, did yeah, yeah, we're yeah, we're uh, by week five they were already talking about you guys being one of the favorites to win the MLS. Um, how did it feel to fall short though, knowing that you had you had you guys had a, such a great team <laughs> to take this cup? Yeah, it, it hurt. It hurt. You know, you never want to go out of the tournament that early. You know, but I felt, you know, well, that was kind of overshadowing what we had achieved. You know, right? You, you know, people are saying, "Oh, they're going to be the first knocked out of the tournament," and it happened. You know, that kind of that hurt a little bit. But you know, it's the beginning. You know, it's our first year. We did a lot and. Year two, year two is coming, and we hope to achieve a lot more. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I mean, for for the most part, I think with expansion franchises, like the the expectations aren't set very high. The bar is not set very high for no matter who it is. And then for you guys to have such a great first season, finishing first place in the West, despite you know the disappointing results in the playoffs, I think if you look back at the season you can't say that it was a disappointing season, right? Even though it ended disappointingly, right? What are your thoughts on the, on the overall uh, achievements that you guys had from beginning to, to end? I mean, I'm proud of it. Like I said, I, I'm proud of everybody. I'm proud of what we did, you know? We did a lot, mm-hmm. like first and, first, what is it, 17 wins? That's the most, most fun expansion squad, you know? Um, yeah. We're shooting for that Western Conference title. Like, you know, it didn't happen this year, but we hope to do it next year. You know, uh, what else? What other achievements we have? Was it the f- first first to five wins or something? Fastest mm-hmm. Right, five, fastest, fast, fastest, fastest to, to five, five wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was another one. There's there's there was a yeah. time. There was a time I mean, you, every yeah, week yeah. it was something. You know, oh, you, you guys can break this. Like, oh, <laughs> nice. You know, right. And then what was the vibes like in the locker room? Because I'm sure you know. Like you said, you guys had the receipts. You guys had that kind of chip on your shoulder going into the season. And then when you guys were rolling, what what were the vibes like um, amongst the team? Was it Black Force energy? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. You know, you guys showed a little bit of grit out there, you know. But yeah, the vibes were were up. You know, we we're very happy. When everyone's happy, everything's good. You know, and we're we're winning games. You know, we're proving people wrong. Like, what else? What else would you want? You know. Yeah, and, and but when you put together a new team like that, everybody's playing together for the first time for the most part, like as a, as a whole, as a uh, as like a collective. How long did it take for you guys to gel? Were you guys doing you know like icebreakers in, in in practice? Like how how long did it take you guys to to really uh, form together as a team? What people don't know is like most of our team, about a couple of us came from the the two team in the first year. Sure, right, yeah, right, so right. There's a handful of us, so we already kind of knew the style, and then towards the end of our. Uh, STL two season last year, uh, a couple of the first team players that were signed already had are, came mm-hmm. in or here early because they, oh, so they, they, they they were so there. they wanted to get yeah you know they were they were, tra- they were trained with us you know and stuff like that and that that we are, so we already kind of knew each other and you, obviously preseason you have a couple players come in but you know we did a little bit of bonding activities and stuff like that you know like presentations and stuff like you know mm-hmm. to really get to know each other. Yeah, were they making like the rookies do any like crazy dances or, uh, really. or, or just, singing? Just singing, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, 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 who's who's got the who's got uh the voice? Who's who's got the vocals? Indiana Vasilev. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, he got okay. he got a little voice on him. He got something. <laughs> you gotta get him. Gotta get him in the studio. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Moise Mo- 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 just dropping dropping singles. You know, like it's a thing now. Sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could. I can't. Uh, yeah. Strictly strictly uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Get that's, you get you in like the producer booth. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of music is being played in the locker room, and who has the aux? Who's who's in charge of the vibes with the music? Nico, Giochini. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. he plays all all the all the tunes. You know, you have the country a little bit, then you have the Afro beats. I'm an Afro beats guy, and then mm-hmm. you have the rap. You know, mostly right. mostly, yes. mostly Afro beats though. Mostly in the lock, and that that's that's the main kind of yeah. genre that everybody's bumping. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like I feel like that's been the wave, especially um, uh, with with just the the genre kind of growing in popularity you know like burna boy is becoming a globally like global icon he's selling out you know Got tours all over the place. Right now, you know? yeah 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 <laughs> yeah what do you think of his new album or his latest album because uh, it was kind of mixed reviews compared to to, to love Domini. i liked a couple songs you know a couple mm-hmm. songs that's it though i liked uh big seven yeah 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 that's uh-huh. that's that's my favorite one right now city boys yes yeah, uh, hey there yeah. we go yeah. that's the vibes <laughs> <laughs> There was, a, there was a couple more, but yeah, those were the main ones right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the album that came out last year, I think, was uh, that, that one front to back kind of had, um, uh, to me, it was more consistent, uh, whereas this one kind of, you know, there's there's standouts, like you said. Uh, I think Big Seven, when that came out, because I was a single before, um, you, I was kind of hyped for the for the whole album. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm excited just to see see the where he goes next with this because yeah, you know just just seeing the growth is. I need to see crazy. him in concert. You know that's what mm. I need to do. Yeah, yeah. He was just out here like about I know. two weeks. I yeah. missed out. Yeah, he played at the. Did he play at BMO? I think it was. It might have been BMO. Yeah. Yeah, he played. He played out here in LA a couple. I, I wanted to go He's see. Never but, gonna uh, come to St. Louis, so that's not. Yeah. It's not his forte, you know. Mm, <laughs> hey right. man, it's, it's all seasons. He can catch him now. <laughs> Um, but what what's it like out in St. Louis? Um, because from from everyone, I've never been, but from everything that I've heard, it's it's a great city. Um, you know, there's uh, it seems like there's a bunch to do. There's a lot of culture, a lot of history, a lot of good food. What 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 is your take um, uh, on St. Louis, especially being already from the Midwest? Being here for I'll say this is my second year here. I, I really like the city. You know, um, like you said, a lot of culture, a lot of soccer culture here. That's big especially for us, you know. I didn't really think it was going to explode like this, but things happen, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. the food is really good, really good here. I would say, uh, what else? They have a lot of, like, most of their uh, what I say, like museums and stuff are free, so you really don't have to pay for that. That's you, cool. The zoo's That's cool. free, everything's free. Like, there's a lot of cool things you can you can check out here for sure. Mm. And and going to other places um, on the road because we we talk like we have a lot of MLS players and you know the the travel is is one thing that they they say is you know one of the hardest parts about playing in the league just because I mean you look at the just in terms of miles compared to like a team in England like where their their travel like England is is you know much smaller than the U.S. obviously so you're not you don't have those five hour flights or you know cross country flights you're getting in late at late hours. Um, what was it like traveling to other places, and, and did you have time to, to kind of check out um, uh, uh, the, the cities uh, while you were traveling? A couple cities you got to really check out. I mean, really, you're getting there, what, the day before the game, so you right. really don't do right. much 
that night didn't sit in the mm-hmm. hotel and just chill. But sometimes if we would, you know, obviously stay two, two, three days when you're taking probably like Toronto. We had, like we had a trip from mm-hmm. what was it L.A. to Toronto, I think, or one or two, and you know we had a couple of days where we could check out the city and stuff like that. But you really don't get much time to walk around because after now nowadays right after the game you're heading back to the flight and you're going back you know you don't really oh, have yeah. much time you can get in real trouble in toronto so <laughs> <laughs> there's some work out there <laughs> you gotta be careful toronto you you'll see uh, the super the super mixes out there <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh real city boy uh yeah activities, uh, activities yeah <laughs> he knows. He knows. He knows. No, my, my my one of my good friends. He got drafted to Toronto, 2015. Played about two years in the, in the league, and yeah, man, he was telling me Toronto, Toronto's that city. Yeah, my boy's from Toronto, so you you gotta visit. Yeah, you gotta visit. <laughs> I will relax. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, that's on the bucket list for sure. Yeah. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Yeah. Um, so now, now being in the off season, what, what, cause I seen you being getting active. I seen you, you're, you're training, you're working out still, but what are, what are some of the goals that you have for this off season heading into next season to, to kind of uh, build on what, what the success that you had in, uh, your inaugural season? For me personally, I want to improve my stamina, you know, so I've been running a lot, you know, I want to be able to get up and down as I'm playing right back. So I, wanna, I mean, I could play midfield too, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right back's been my main position. I, I just want to be able to get up and down, you know. I I believe with my in my abilities, I believe in my abilities. If I get in the right spot, I can put in a good cross, you know. So yeah, that's mainly that, what I'm working on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that position I feel like, especially with what the way that's being kind of deployed now, is mm-hmm. you got to be super fit to be to yeah. be a, a wing back now, um, no matter where you're playing, and and so. No, like I mean, Sergio Des is, is is someone like that who's who's always getting up and down the field. Um, um, that position I feel like is is one of the more uh, strenuous when it comes to like fitness. It's a very important yeah. position. Like yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And a lot of the players now is not players that started off defense. It's more attacking players. Yeah. That um, uh, I think I think in the U seventeen they moved you there, correct? Or yeah. am I mistaken? So like yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a lot of people that like. Yeah, they're great at attacking, but let's put them in the back. <laughs> like, and, <laughs> a lot of players, yeah, they're converting a lot of wingers to outside mm-hmm. back now, just because they're, you know, they have that natural born instinct to attack. And right. Really, just working on their defending. That's pretty much it. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even Waya, even Waya with Leo was playing. Was yeah. they, they put him in? Uh, he was a left winger. Uh, now he's a right, yeah. right wing back, that, left wing yeah, back. It's, like, wow, it's this crazy. guy never used to defend like this. <laughs> 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 what was it like in in, in those uh, training camps with the 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 U17s because there's I mean we mentioned the the, the big names but how competitive was it you know w- w- what um w- and what's it like seeing all those guys kind of being 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 super successful I mean 
my my age group my uh cycle was very competitive you know mm-hmm. especially being at residency you're always around them so like if you didn't make the trips it's kind of sad you know because you're seeing all your yeah. your boys that you're hanging out with go away and you're like oh, i gotta stay here but you know that only makes you better you know it makes you work harder you know and being being around players that are, are winners you know they want to win you know it really you know pushes you to achieve things especially mm-hmm. him you know he's he's a winner you know Especially yeah, his dad won the Ballon d'Or. He's coming right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. president, yeah. I believe too. Yeah, he's a president. Yeah, yeah he's like, a full-on politician. He's like, like, yeah, yeah. He was, he wasn't really with us as much. You know, he would go to like on trips and stuff like that. But he was already at PSG, I believe, when mm-hmm. we're at mm-hmm. the residency program. He was with PSG, so he would yeah. just go on the trips and stuff. But do do you plan? Uh, do do you hope to move, go back uh, to Europe uh, one day? Um, that's my is that dream. the plan? That's my yeah, dream. Right. Yeah. yeah, I gotta make it back over there. That's my that's my plan, you know. In due time, you know. We just gotta be patient, you know. One season at a time. Yeah, and with the way MLS is, is becoming now, uh, you're seeing a lot of, of of young players kind of making that jump over um, to in various different leagues. So I think um, you know it's it's still obviously a very competitive league in its own right but they're they're still pushing out players and exporting players at a pretty good rate too mm-hmm. so she's not mls uso had like five players yeah. that are like over five million dollars that mm-hmm. waiting to get sold to to european teams so like it's it's crazy yeah we are that we are that country that people are looking for those players for it's crazy now this it takes one good season and you could be right you know Scott, you never know who's watching you never never know mm-hmm. Yeah, because cause even like a, like a Austin Trusty who, um, you know, got signed by Arsenal from Colorado. Now he's playing, um, I believe, is it Bournemouth or? Uh, is he Birmingham? Uh, Bir- no, no, he was with Birmingham. He, he was with Birmingham, Birmingham City. And now he's playing in the Premier League. I forget the team. Uh, they just were recently promoted. Um, it, was, it was one of the teams I was just, that, that they just got promoted from uh, from last season. But he's playing in the Prem now. So, like. <laughs> I mean, you never know where you can end up because, yeah. like, I feel like, um, especially someone like like he wasn't necessarily on on everybody's radar um, to to like move, make the move, and he he did it and he succeeded. So I think you know you, you never know, like you said, like you yeah. never know who's watching or, or one good season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what are some of the things that you that you feel like um, you could bring to the table um, when it when it comes to um, making the jump? I mean, like I said, I'm I'm a very versatile player. You know, I. Like I said, when I was younger, I played midfield all my life, you know, and then I got to the 17s and had converted me to a right back. Mm-hmm. And like he, last year when I was with uh, STL City 2, I played six different positions. So I, I, I played what? Right back, left back, six, eight, um, right center back, left center back. Like, you know, I could really offer something, you know, when it comes to versatility. What's the favorite position you like to play? Eight. Mm. Yeah, that's that, that, that. That's my most comfortable position, just because I play it mm-hmm. the longest. But I'm starting to get away from that. And, you know, give up that yeah. dream. You know, and just focus yeah. on right back. Yeah, but that's. I mean, that's a versatile position too, because you're doing a little bit of everything mm-hmm. with, with that too. You know, um, 
Cool, cool. Yeah. So, so moving off the pitch, you know, a lot of what we focus on is, is, you know, uh, the fashion, the music, everything that kind of is tied to, to, to soccer. I seen, you know, you, you posting the fits on, on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> fight, uh, that's, fight, fight, you gotta be high key and low key at the same time. Right. You gotta, there's, there's an art to it. Right. Yeah, so, true. um, now I feel like more and more teams are doing the whole kind of pregame runway and like what the, like the pregame fits and all that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Kellen Acosta we had on the podcast and he's he's kind of put trying to push for that kind of like kind of have uh, NBA has league fits. He wants to do he's looking to push for stuff for MLS. And yeah, I think he did a good job cool. of that this yeah. year. Um, what, 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 what like how how far in advance are you thinking about that pregame fit? Beginning of the week. <laughs> Monday, Monday. I'm thinking about what I'm wearing for sure. But like, so when it'll get to game day, I'll, like, I'll put the fit on. I'm like, nah, <laughs> now change it. I'll change it up a little bit. But definitely beginning of the week. And, and you and you're going like full on like accessories, um, or are you just thinking about the the? I'm just thinking about on. the clothes, accessories. I, yeah. I kind of just wear the same. I don't really like that do that. Like I wear a couple of rings and just my chain. Mm -hmm. I don't really not big into all the. The big jury just close that's it got it anybody in mls or in your team can mess with your fits i think i'm the best fit on the team for Ooh, sure okay. but, <laughs> but there's there's other players that would you know i put up there for sure yeah how about how about sneakers are you big are you big into, yeah, into love, the shoe game love sneakers love sneakers where, what got you into it and how like because some people from from a very young age they're into it some people it's, i wasn't really you know, into like, it like when I was younger like I really didn't like high top sneakers I didn't like Jordans as much I don't know what happened like I think I don't know I just got that you I got think, a big check I don't I, maybe <laughs> maybe something 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 changed and I just like I want those I want those I want those you know yeah I'm big into I like, yeah my favorite is like the Jordan 4s you know I like Jordan 4s so love them yeah clean yeah yeah the fours threes and the ones the i feel four, like just fours timeless. and threes three yeah threes yeah. are nice too yeah yeah and, and they're not as bulky as some of the other ones and i feel like it's just like timeless One, ones aren't that comfortable to me though yeah it depends some some ones are more comfortable than the others um like they they get super stiff and they're like they don't have as much cushioning as as the like the threes or fours but um yeah, I I don't know how people play basketball in them though. Definitely. Like yeah. if I walk too much, if yeah, I walk too much in, yeah, like it's crazy, <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> um, no, but what are what are your go to shoes? Um, besides those, like do you do designers or do you just do straight lifestyle shoes? Straight lifestyle. I'm not a big okay. designer shoe guy, but straight lifestyle. Yeah. 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 You're right. Next contract. Yeah. <laughs> you got the bulk. But let's see. Yaga's like, all right. Yeah. Something changed. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. So just like how before you were like, yeah, I don't really like the Jordans. I don't. I don't know about all the high top shoes. And then you start start creeping into the Jordans. And just like now, you're saying, I'm not. I'm not big into the Versace. I'm not big into the you know the the Balenciagas. Three four years from now, who knows? We're we'll gonna see. see you walking down. We'll see. <laughs> Okay. Okay. How about music? Because I know, I know you said you're you're big into Afro beats. It looks like is that a Kanye uh, a poster you got in in um, oh, behind yeah, you? My, uh, yeah, Twister. my beautiful that's dark twisted fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. That great, to me, that's my favorite. That's my great, favorite album. Great ever. album. Great album. Uh, yeah. Is that so? Is that like a is a song or or uh, a, just a, just the album? It's just the album, and then it has all the uh -huh. songs and a little bit. Okay. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. 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 So so, uh, what are you listening to on uh, like what's on your rotation? 
um i know you mentioned alpha beats obviously you know you got the kanye the poster but but what, what do you what are you listening to before games what do you listen to after games what's what's been in your rotation before games i'll probably listen to more of rap so i'll probably listen to my favorite rapper is gonna so okay. you know that might affect a, a couple people you know sure <laughs> sure right right i don't really worry about that his stuff. album was fire though his album music's fire the music's fire like hey, i told i told when i was a kid i told my brother so well, what he does on his time that's that's his business <laughs> that's, that's, man. Him, that's his know. business i'm a civilian <laughs> yeah so gonna you know i like i like his little his vibe his flow everything it just makes you feel you know calm and cool it makes you feel cool when you listen to gonna for sure mm-hmm. uh an afro beat and then after i probably listen to like the afro beats and calm music you know chill probably like yeah. i like rima you know yeah Renna yeah. boy you know there's a couple others that i like but cool and and do you do you have like different playlists that you put together or are you listen to uh, albums yeah i like, got what? i got a pre-game playlist i, got, I have tons mm-hmm. of, i have tons i have tons there's different ones. yeah because cause, uh, I think it was uh, Earl Sweatshirt, um, he, he said something about how playlists are, like, ruining the album experience, uh, which I don't know, because I, like, I do both, you know, like, you, you, you have different playlists for different moods, and then sometimes, you know, if you're feeling, the, I'm going to listen to album front to back, you, you do that too, but but what what, what do you think of, of albums versus playlists and, and, and all that? I like playlists, you know, I like taking... Mixing it up. Yeah, mixing it up, you know, mm-hmm. taking the best songs and putting them into some, you know, you don't always want to listen to the same thing. You want to just, uh, oh, damn, that's nice. Oh, that's nice, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you have like a, um, I know, speaking of albums, but, but do you have like a desert, like if you're going to a desert island, you got to bring f- four what? or five albums. What, what what are you bringing? Ooh, what's a good one? Ooh. Um, AI Youngboy 2. Hmm. Um, I like the new Gunna album. That one's for sure. That's good. Uh, I'm a big Brent Fayez fan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I really liked his. I don't know what what the album's called. Uh, but I like I like him. So I'll probably yeah the R and B yeah anyone yeah, any any one of his albums because you know mm-hmm. I I mess with him. Um, yeah, one more probably. that album right there the party next door one. Oh, oh okay yeah. okay you, can, you can't really see it in frame but yeah. but okay that one uh, city boy city boy activities yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> on the island by himself <laughs> <laughs> yeah alone but not alone <laughs> alone but not, not alone, alone. <laughs> um okay so so what are some goals that you have you set for yourself um uh, moving moving ahead to this uh next season I want to I want to score more you know I want to like everybody might say that but for, personally for me you know I know I can score goals I know I can offer more than I did this lap this this season that we had you know I can offer more especially in the attacking end and I think I can do that that's what I want to achieve you had a goal in the open cup yeah right I, I'd want to go yeah mm. and what what's that feeling like because you know not everybody has that feeling of of, of scoring in a, in a in a competition like that what, what that was what, my what's first going through your head? especially that was my first professional goal in in that stadium mm-hmm. you know you watch other players score goals and like you celebrate with them but when it's you you know it's a different it's a whole different feeling you know there's a feeling of euphoria like like wow like this is an amazing feeling you know everyone scream your name it's, that nothing compares to it 
Yeah, you kept it cool in the celebration. You didn't do, you didn't, you didn't go actually like somebody's kept it calm. Come on, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> We've been out here before. Just hit, just hit, that's what I just hit the air flame and that's it. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel in, like from, from this interview, I feel like that's your general demeanor is like chill, calm, you know, like you, you don't want to get too high, you don't want to get too low. Um, how, how, does that, how does that help your game? Because I feel like that's a good place to be all the time, kind of steady. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it helps a lot just because I'm a calm, I'm a calm guy, you know, collective, you know. When I'm on the ball, I'm very composed, you know. I don't really rush much, you know. No one can really rush me, but I obviously wanna, I wanna offer like a new side of my game, like you know, I wanna be more fiery, you know, I wanna be more gritty, you know. I wanna show a different side to my game that no one's seen. Yeah, you got you got a nice pace, so like you can kick that ball forward and you can get after that ball if you, if you like. <laughs> yeah. Like, you have that pace. I have that sneaky pace. People don't think I'm yeah. good, but it, I, I can get there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> sneaky. That, that's that's on, on, his FIFA, on his FIFA badge. It's yeah. a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky pace. pace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Julio, you got anything else? Nah, nah, I'm good. Yeah, uh, Akil, thank you so much. Uh, when you're LA, when you're in LA, we gotta get you out here. Yeah, we gotta get you um, out, man. I have sure. you in the studio for sure. But um, you know, I appreciate you taking the time for uh, for, for us to to kind of. Uh, you got a busy schedule, even though it's the off season. So um, you know, appreciate you making this work all the way in in in, uh, in St. Louis. Um, but um, you know, for Julio Matarosa, Akil Watts, I'm Ramsey Abushal. This has been the Urban Pitch Podcast, the Beautiful Game of Life, part of the Believe Network. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. We got more stuff coming up but until next time we're out thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube